guys, and welcome to Conversations with Carissa, a podcast where we'll have conversations so that you and I can learn and grow from the wisdom of others. Hello, everybody, (laughs) and welcome to episode five of Conversations with Carissa. We're halfway through. Actually, I don't even know how long I'm going to make the season, but we are far ways away, and I'm so grateful for everyone who's made it this far. That's not my gratitude, but I am grateful for everyone who's listened. I think someone had mentioned to me he was listening to this while he was in prison, but like he wasn't in prison. He just works at the prison. (laughs) And then someone else told me that they resonated with the story of my fire. I'm just overwhelmed by the amount of people that have shared their stories with me. So thank you. But I will get into my gratitude for the day. Today and every day, actually, I do this in my affirmations. I say, I am grateful for my body as it is a vessel for my soul. Um, I'm grateful that it gets stronger and heals and continues to help me every single day. So I'm just grateful for this body. And for my quote of the day, it is just because someone else's light shines bright doesn't mean yours gets any dimmer. And I got that from my therapist and we'll get into why that is so important today. But guys, I have a very, very special guest with me today. Um, I don't even know where to get started on her biography, but her name is Christy Lynn. She is from SoCal. She is a certified personal trainer by the American Council on Exercise. She was a health columnist and a media manager. Um, she goes to the gym every day, every day. You will see her at the gym. Um, she started her own app, or is it an app? We'll get into that later, called Spot, which is to sort of bring a gym community together and partner up people who are scared to go to the gym, go to the gym, but need a little bit of consistency, need a spot. <laughs> and she was able to actually get funding for that. On top of all of this gym awesomeness, she was also an intern at Snapchat, probably an app that all of y'all use. And I'll get into some of her statistics. She can bench 125 pounds. She can squat 195 pounds. She can, uh, this is impressive, but hip thrust 345. And my personal hero, she can deadlift 290. That's probably you and like times four or something, times three, depending on how much you weigh. And not only that, she is my personal like fitness hero. My goal at the beginning of the year was to maybe go to the gym once a month and then maybe like once every two weeks. And because of the confidence that she has given me and the guidance she has given me, I am now able to go. I, I, I crave to go to the gym because of Christy, because she is just such a light to see at the gym. She walks me through everything, doesn't make me feel stupid. I didn't know how to use, I didn't even know how to put the bench down, you know, when you try to adjust it, or maybe you don't, but I didn't even know how to do that. And she didn't make me feel stupid at all. So without further ado, I bring to you Christy Lynn. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Carissa, thank you so much for that amazing intro. <laughs> there's probably stuff that I'm totally missing. Um, But why do we have Christy on today? So this podcast is going to be all about fitness. Um, You're going to hear so much about Christy's journey 
through fitness, some of the advice that she has, especially as a personal trainer, and maybe even some of the comparison aspects that at least I know I struggled with, and which is why that was my quote of the day. So to get us started, Christy, what was your journey like to fitness? What was your fitness journey in general? Yeah, I I love to talk about this. Um, So basically, like starting off in high school, after I dropped soccer, I just just stopped working out completely in general. And I just like was holed up in my house all day, didn't know what to do. And then really felt extremely self-conscious about my body. I was just gaining a lot of weight. I wasn't feeling really energetic. And I just found a bunch of like YouTube videos on like things to do at home. So I was just constantly doing cardio and abs at home. And I was like, yes, this is, this is how I'm going to get skinny. All I want to do is get skinny and lose weight. And I just like, didn't know where to start and just like Mm -hmm. kept looking online. And I just fell prey to so much like misinformation on the internet. And I think it's widely talked about in the fitness community. There's so much stuff out there. Curse. I don't know if you saw just lies, like how to get a six pack in like two weeks. Right. (laughs) Or like stuff like that, you know? And I was like, yes, I can do that. Yeah. And then God, I was just getting so upset because um, I wasn't looking the right areas, but then um, mm. I was able to start going to the gym uh, at my local 24 hour fitness. And that's basically where I started. Mm. Um, like everyone else who just like, everyone's so intimidated by the gym, right? It's like, you go mm. there, you're like, oh, what do I do? The only thing I know how to use is the treadmill, right? And then you just go on that. And then you're like, the weight room is so intimidating. There's so many big buff guys there. Mm. I felt exactly the same. Yeah. Which is, which we can talk about more later, obviously, is that why I relate so much to people who just start out in the gym it's mm. because I felt exactly the same especially as a, a girl like you know that like not a lot of girls go to the gym that often you see a bunch of big dudes it's so scary um but yeah basically I started off just trying to lose weight and then as I got more into lifting I met a lot of other people who were very into lifting as well especially this one girl who I became friends with and she basically started teaching me all right how to like properly lift weights the benefits of lifting weights, nutrition, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And through this small gym community that I was in, I was able to become really passionate about it. People saw my passion as someone who was a new lifter, spent some time doing that, and then eventually became a personal trainer to help other people in their fitness journey. So that's just a little bit about me. I've been lifting probably consistently for, wow, this is like almost three years now. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. We'll get into that we'll get into so much of that later but it it sounds like this was a girl's hot take because she is an influencer and she said hot take but even if it is just for body image that gets you in the gym if that's just what starts it cool but that might not be what sustains you but if that's what your spark is to get you in the gym then that's fine so I think it's interesting that for you that was how you kind of got started if I'm hearing it right but even for me too like that that was my goal. Um, so that ties into the next question. I was wondering, what is your fitness goal now? And then how have they changed since um, three years ago? Yeah, of course. Uh, first off, like amazing uh, influencer quote to pull from. Like, mm-hmm. honest, that, that's the case. Like a lot of girls like struggle with body images and that's fine, right? Like um, it's, it's hard. Not a lot of people go to the gym saying like, oh, I want to get healthy. That's a very admirable goal. But a lot of them is just like, oh, I struggle with confidence. Right. Mm. So that's what it was like for me. It was very much like, oh, I just don't like the way that I look. So how am I going to change that now? Uh, being completely transparent. Um, it's, it's still like a pretty regular struggle thing. Right. Like it's, it's difficult to get rid of. Right. Like, yeah. especially when I think as beautiful and wonderful as the fitness community is like body dysmorphia, as well as confidence issues is very, very 
prevalent. And the more you do it, you'll be surprised. Like it doesn't necessarily disappear. And I hate it. It's an ugly truth, but it is true. Um, as of right now, uh, it's pretty much like my therapy. And you know, Chris, as you've gone to the gym, it's just so like, after you come out, it's just like, like you just feel good when you're there. You're just, that's all you have to care about. It's like moving the weights up and down. I hate to make it like all deep and stuff, but it, it kind of is. It's just like everything else in the outside world, like forget about it for like an hour. Just do like a simple, very easy task. Just like move the weights, right? And it's just, yeah. it, it's nice to not have to worry about anything and just focus on yourself. So uh, as of right now, my goals are definitely, I love working on strength, um, mm. but I would love to start like, getting back into, there was a period of time I was very consistent with my training, constantly seeing progress. My progress has plateaued as mm. like, you know, once you start training for a while, but there are ways to reprogram and get scientific to, to start seeing progress again. And if, if I had the time, I would really want to do that again, because it's addicting. Progress is addicting. <laughs> what do you mean by reprogramming for the people who aren't familiar with gymming in general? Yeah, definitely. So um, if you're new to fitness in general, um, the program that you follow or like doing something consistently is extremely, extremely important. Um, going to the gym and randomly lifting things all the time is you're not going to see progress. You mm. have to be doing like the same thing uh, regularly, but every time that you're doing something, you're switching it up in terms of it's something called progressive overloading in case you don't know what that means basically is the next week that you do the same exercise again, you either add a little bit more weight or you add like an extra rep or two. Um, that way you could see some progress or you force yourself to do that. The week after that, add a little bit more. And that's how you see something called progressive overload. And that's how you improve, whether it be strength or aesthetics. So um, that's something that's really important in terms of programming. I think a lot of beginner mistakes, what they do is they go into the gym, do a bunch of random exercises, and you will see beginner gains. Beginner gains are basically, you still see progress regardless because your body is being forced in this unknown condition of moving weights. Mm -hmm. But then as you start to get into the ease of things, probably a couple months into lifting, that's when you could start programming and getting scientific and more particular about the way that you train. Yeah. Something that Christy taught me was you can, for specifically for bench, I don't do that by myself because I'm scared I'll decapitate myself if I drop that on my neck. But going for a weight and then doing like 10 reps, and then if you're doing that comfortably, then you can move up the next time you lift or the next time you go to the gym. And I think that has really helped me even today when I was hip thrusting, I was like, Oh, if I can do this weight comfortably with all my form and technique, nice and swagalicious that I can move up in weight. <laughs> so Christy, as you can tell, she's very knowledgeable. So with this, I mean, three years, you mentioned the girl who helped you out you're basically her to me. Um, but aside from her, who are some of your fitness role models? Yeah, definitely. Um, so first off, I, as much as like this sound, there's two and Krista, mm -hmm. I know this sounds weird, right? Uh -huh. But you're like literally one of them. And I'll tell you why, because what, what I think <sighs> is extremely important about being like someone for fitness related is that you have to be open-minded and reciprocate towards like criticism and ways to improve and I've seen people who like don't really want to accept any feedback or anything like that right but in order to progress in fitness it's like okay how can I look into other people how can I tap into other people's intellectual like knowledge bank and grow that way so um I think that's like something that I really wanted to do when I first started and like I just see that you're exactly the same and I think that's so important and a lot of people are scared to ask but I think it's so important too so 
um, each time I see people who ask us questions at the gym, that to me is like, oh my gosh, you're like my hero, right? Mm. That to me is extremely important. It's like having the courage to step in the gym and ask questions and be open-minded. Mm. So um, that I, I hope you know is like an extremely important trait to have. Um, <laughs> and another role model that I have that actually got me started in the first place, um, you can search her up. She was actually the very first fitness person I looked into. Her name is Stephanie Buttermore. And basically, um, she was the very first gym YouTuber person that I saw. And when I first saw her, I was like, wow, her body is crazy. She was extremely skinny, but she struggled with this thing called insatiable hunger. So basically, she was starving herself up to a point, yeah, where she just like was always in constant hunger. And she would do these things called 10,000 calorie eating challenges, right? So like once a month. Have you seen her before? Yeah. yeah. Does she have a piercing right here? Like on yes, her mouth? Yes. Correct. I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about. Okay. You know yeah. Who I'm talking going. About. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. If you want to give me some people like intake on her as well. She's so basically, yeah, a couple years ago, she struggled with that thing. Right. And she mm-hmm. would do these challenges where she would do these cheat days where she uh-huh. would just eat as much as she wanted. And she would eat 10,000 calories <gasps> and be full. Like that's crazy. A, a human's not supposed to consume 10,000 calories in a day. Right. Uh, just to give you like, insight on what 10,000 calories looks like for breakfast she would eat like 12 donuts and then like she would go eat like that's crazy like and the reason why was because she was putting her body under so much stress to look a Mm. certain way um she went through this process with all in where it was like two right yes yeah that's so crazy that you know her it's awesome (laughs) she's honestly such an inspiration and Mm -hmm. um very necessary for a lot of females but she went all in basically ate as much as she could gained a shit a lot of weight (laughs) and uh uh, over I think 40 pounds and throughout that process obviously she struggled a lot with body image right Mm -hmm. getting 40 pounds is not easy on anyone's head especially when someone valued being thin for so long um but then she had took the courage so isn't that strange to take the courage to gain weight but that's actually like a real problem that some people struggle with um but seeing her do that especially with the media criticizing her everything was documented everyone was watching her journey that's a lot of pressure but now she's at a very homeostasis like state where her body is now she's eating normally she looks amazing she looks healthy and that's what's important she's still working out and to me yeah she is yeah my role model since day one I had the pleasure like I think I dm'd her once or twice she responds like (gasps) she's crazy I I love her so much yeah so (laughs) Shout out to Stephanie Buttermore. If you ever listen to Carissa's podcast, <laughs> we I'll send love it you so much. <laughs> I'll send it yeah, to her. Crazy. Nice. I did not pay her to say I was one of her role models. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. I didn't know she was going to say that. My mouth dropped. Yeah. But no. I think the thing that you missed about Stephanie was she was a competition girl. Yes, and that's yes. why she was uh-huh. so um, skinny, I guess you could say. Like those yeah. girls are like muscular, but so tiny at the same time and so she developed this thing where every time she would eat she would never feel full and so she had in order to change that she just let her body eat as much as it wanted and eventually after eating all of that food she plateaued and was able to have a moderate amount of food and not feel like insatiable she was she was satisfied but yeah exactly I watched her documentary I cried I was like oh my because I related so so much you know like with having I don't have thousands and thousands of followers but she had thousands of eyes on her as she was gaining all this weight and no one had done it before so in that way she really paved the way for what fitness looks like today in my opinion so 
love that you brought her up. I forgot her name. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So aside from your journey to fitness, now we'll just talk about like fitness in general. I was wondering Mm -hmm. if there was ever a time where you were just absolutely humbled in the gym. (laughs) This is your time. (laughs) I love that question so much. So like, as I said, I started at like 24 hour fitness. That's Uh like where my home was. Right. And (laughs) I still go back sometimes and I see the same people. We call it the morning crew. And because it's just always the same people. Kirsten knows like in the RSF, like it's always the same morning people, right? But in 24-hour fitness, you see like an age range of like anyone. And there's Mm -hmm. this one particular guy. He was paralyzed. Half of his body was paralyzed. And every single morning he went to the gym. And when I saw that, just him putting in the effort, despite all the physical limitations he had, Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what, like the fact that you have so many things restraining from you, yet you still make the effort to come here Mm. and do that. That's crazy inspirational. Like, I'm like, that's when I like, that's why your quote was so amazing. Like the fact that you appreciate your body and what it does for you, like seeing people who have those physical limitations, yet still make it here. Like, I'm like, wow, I should be more grateful for my body. I criticize it so much. Mm. I'm always so mad. Like, why do you look this way? But like, just be grateful for it. Like it does so much for you. If this person who has this like can appreciate it, like I need to as well. So I really like that quote. I think that really resonated. <laughs> yeah. And another quote that comes to mind that maybe I'll use again <laughs> is comparison is the thief of all joy. And I say this all the time to my friends, at least. I love CrossFit. I love it. CrossFit. I watch it every day, almost every day for lunch. And I cry almost every single time because if you see those athletes, they ha- they have something called the CrossFit games and they're looking for the fittest human on earth. They have to be able to do gymnastics. They have to be able to do like strength training, marathon running, flipping over something called a pig, but it's like a 60 or 600 pound block or something like that, like a refrigerator. They have to move that across the field and do handstand walks. But they also have events for teenagers, individuals, they call the new, the old wave. Actually, I don't know the name, but it's older people who do CrossFit, who are buff and are doing all of these things. And they have the, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's individuals with disabilities. And so people who have a prosthetic leg will swim laps. They'll pull, it's called a skier. And then they'll go ahead and like deadlift and squat and they don't even have all of, how do you say that? Like limbs? I, like just, yeah. It, yeah. But they exactly. are so, oh my gosh. It is a mental and physical battle, but I love it so much. And just like you said, when you brought all of this up, it reminded me of that because everyone is different in their own way. And to be able to have what we have and be grateful and still go to the gym and still push ourselves is amazing. Yeah. So that brings me to my next question what is running through your mind when you're about to lift such heavy weight like what's the motto that runs through your head or are you just not thinking anything you're just like okay let me do it done goodbye (laughs) okay so I've realized that like whenever I'm about to do a big lift when I have a support system around me oh my god it makes a huge difference (laughs) because when I have the eyes of people that I care about around me or like Mm -hmm. people that like just are pushing me and want the I know it's crazy it's like crazy (laughs) that people want the best for you it's like just pick it up right um that that gets to me so much and I just get so hyped I'm like not gonna let you guys down (laughs) you know like and then all I'm thinking about is okay one two three steps like 
and honestly, I think the biggest one is like breathing. All right. And mm. you know, Carissa, like we've talked about this so much. It's just like, like breathe. All right. And then it's like, how is your breath doing? What's your pacing? And I love the routine of setting up for a big lift. Like mm. where do your feet go? Where do your arms go? Brace and all that stuff. And mm. I feel like I think about that a lot. And just having people around you hype you up. It's just such good energy. I think that's that's what's running. It's like a lot of adrenaline and uh, yeah, so that, that's usually kind of what's happening in my head before a big lift. What about you? I'm curious. <laughs> uh, Blink. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, please don't let one rip or something like that. <laughs> like, especially hip thrusting. If you've eaten before, yeah. like, just, just, <gasps> and don't let anything go. Yeah, and I know. That's pretty much <laughs> it. But guys, I also forgot to, guys and girls and others, um, Christy is literally five, what, one, two? Five, two-ish, yeah. Five, two. She's not tiny, but she's small. But when you see someone like that, like that height, and then she has like a bunch of plates and stuff, when you're, oh my gosh. It's just amazing. Everyone will stop and look, at least me. I'm like, oh my gosh, Christy, keep going. But yeah, that's kind of what's going on through my head when I. Oh, God. Um. So we'll move on to another question, which kind of is in line with that. How do you how do you stay focused on yourself in the gym and not what others are doing? I've noticed that when you're in the gym, you're not like looking around, looking over your shoulder, who's looking at you. You're not like, hmm, oh, they're lifting this weight. Like you are just so zoned in on you. How do you do that? <laughs> That's a great question. I think a lot of people like literally don't go to the gym because of that, right? They're like, oh, everyone's going to be looking at me, yeah. judging me and all that stuff, right? That's a real thing. And I totally get it for sure. Um, the reason why I'm able to stay really focused is because the people that I admire are also like very focused on themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, I think that sometimes like it's hard because you feel like a lot of eyes are on you, but everyone is in there to work on themselves in that moment. And like, that's just, just enough of a supportive environment where everyone is motivated to do their own thing. No judgment at all, right? Like, I don't think, like, in my opinion, like gym community in terms of the, like the people that are like there to always work on themselves, that's extremely important in terms of like, and I thought I was always into me. I thought like, oh, gym people are like, you know, so mean, like they just don't like, you know, support you. They're all like super, super egotistical, but the truth is everyone is extremely supportive and mm. wants you to reach your goals. And that's enough for me to be like, okay, like I can focus on myself because everyone else is doing the right thing. Um, but to answer your question on top of that as well, I also do like sometimes when I'm taking a break and stuff like that, admire people from a distance <laughs> because it is, there are some, always some crazy people. Mm -hmm. And like, to me, it's just like always like, sometimes when you observe stuff, you could pick things up. Like there's this one person at our gym, extremely like physically beautiful person like this <laughs> like he is just like so aesthetic and I know I, who you're I, talking about right just the, like, uh, the, that one and the tattoos yeah oh. like I was yeah both it's just like tattoos oh, yeah. I'll check I actually talked to him for the first time and he he competed he's been training for 11 years and like I was like I can see that because you look crazy right and then um he was kind of telling me a bit about his journey too which but that's the thing is like go reach out and talk to people ask them like what they did to get there right everyone has mm. such a, I think everyone with the fitness journey is so unique yet similar because everyone started off like intimidated or scared about something and then yeah. once they overcame it it's just like yeah so 
So the, I, I think I went off on a tangent, but that I hope that kind of sort of answers your question. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I could, I should have, I not should have. There's so many quotes that I could have picked for this, yes. this episode, because here's another thing that I learned from another podcast. And it was saying how jealousy isn't terrible if you use it correctly. And what I mean by that is you wouldn't be jealous of someone living in Antarctica, or maybe you could if that's your cup of tea, but you could be jealous of someone who's living in a New York penthouse like that oversees the city. But that's just because you don't want to live in Antarctica. Like you want, you want to live in New York or you want to live in San Francisco or you want to live on a beach in the middle of nowhere. So instead of looking at that person as your competition, instead you can use them as a guide, turn to them and ask, how did you get there? And utilize their wisdom and their journey, not as a, a maybe a metric of your own success, but hey, they've already done it. How can I, I use their journey and learn from it and maybe even do better in my own eyes? So what you're saying, I love. I struggle with that all the time. Even when looking at you at the gym, I'm like, dang, how did she do that? <laughs> but instead of viewing it as like, I, I, I want to be like her, how can I use her as, as a lesson and as a teacher, as a guide to, to get me to where I want to be? So is that, is that kind of how you view yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. That's- no, that's actually such a good quote too. And like, no, I know exactly what you mean. And like, when I first started, sometimes I'd see some girls, I'm like, oh my God, like, you're crazy, right? Like, yeah. how do you look the way that you do? And I would just get, so, sometimes like, I remember the beginning, I'd be like, oh, genetics, right? I would always yeah. be like, ah, oh, genetics, right? And then I felt like, yes, there are some people with naturally really good genetics. Like you have a naturally small waist and like, uh, like big butt, right? And then mm-hmm. it's like, it just comes so naturally. And I was like, how, how, right? Um, mm-hmm. it's, for me, it was always struggling with people who are naturally thin because I'm not right. So mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, how do you like that? Right. And then, but then I realized that like, exactly like what you said, like that mindset did absolutely nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it only like drove every activity and motivation downwards, but instead it was just like, wow, like if you just switch that flip, I know it's so hard to like, just look at someone as an inspiration sometimes, mm-hmm. but very much like go to the gym, focus on yourself, be inspired, um, ask questions. Like if you feel intimidated by someone, talk to them. Like, you know what I mean? And you'll realize that like, there's so much more of a human connection there and like your resentment will like disappear from that. Um, But yes, I I feel like as I've started going to the gym a lot more that that has decreased significantly. I 100,000% agree because everyone has a first day everyone exactly. no yeah. matter what job you have even if you got it as a baby you saw a first day everyone has a first day at the gym everyone has a first day at their internship their full-time job everyone has a first day and I feel even more honored remember when those two girls came up to us and we were doing the leg yeah. machine yeah I had no idea how to use it either the first day I came to the gym and Christy was on who showed me and then these two girls who mentioned it was their first day at the gym asked us and I felt so honored they're like oh my gosh you guys look like beasts and I was like it's Christy <laughs> no everyone has a like first day at the gym so I was yeah, just exactly. I think it's amazing and if there are people who aren't kind well okay oh well there's probably 20 or 30 other people in the gym who probably are better or not yeah. better but kind okay so that ties into my next question it does sound like there were times where you struggled with body image. So 
the question was like, do you struggle with body image still? How do you snap out of it? Um, when you notice you're starting to look over at this girl's like butt or her six pack, like what do you do to stop that negative self-talk? Uh, favorite question. Yeah, this, <laughs> I, I just love talking about body image because it's like just such a tough topic to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, but um, it's true. Like as much as you work out and your confidence may go up and it helps you and it motivates you, mm-hmm. I think something that it definitely does is also drive extremes, which is like there are days when you're like, yes, I'm, yeah. I feel so good. I feel so good. And there's just some days I just like, you just can't. Like you're just like, I look terrible. I know days when I just feel at my worst, like I wear the baggiest clothing I can because it's just yeah. like, I don't feel it like, I don't think I look great. And mm. that's something that I think needs to be talked about more in the fitness community is that remember we talked about in the beginning, like what puts you in the gym at first is your appearance, right? Yeah. And then it kind of j- gradually morphs over time. But yeah. sometimes it just stays there, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I definitely think uh, that's something that is sometimes even beyond just fitness. It's just like what we're consuming and what we're looking at, right? Yeah everything is so botched these days everything is extreme every angle and pose and lightning lighting is just so perfect so you're like why don't I look like that regularly because sometimes you're just looking at the mirror and you're like why is that flat why is this big and then (laughs) it's just but I I think if you find yourself on the right part of the internet right there are a lot of fitness Mm. people who are moving in the direction of saying hey this is what I look like when I'm not posing regular looking person right Uh and that's like being more normalized and I really really appreciate that so um yeah yeah I don't know if you relate at all like stuff that you see on the internet all the time but yeah you should tell us a little bit about that too one thousand percent let me not scream just in case people are listening to this in their headphones <laughs> because that immediately like immediately made me think of this influencer who mentioned this was specifically for women but maybe well one thing men can't relate to so sometimes when you're on your period you just feel bloated, you feel not as strong. And this is where maybe other people can relate to. Like there's just days where you don't feel as strong and you can't lift the same exact weight. That's fine. The The clouds in the sky are not the same as they were yesterday, right? So if there's a day where you don't feel as strong, then go for a lighter weight and go for more reps. That's still a, a way of progressive overload as, as Christy mentioned, but it also gives me comfort. Like I don't always have to be hitting 195 on my squat. I can put like, I don't know, like 25 pounds or a plate on each side and still go for more reps and still be building my strength. But it doesn't always have to be your strongest or your heaviest. It's the fact that you show up. So here's the other thing that I thought about Chrissy. And I love that you mentioned is that little spark to go in the gym. That can be your motivation, right? There are times when we feel motivated in life, but I say this to Catherine, my friend, and she kind of rolls her eyes because I say it so often, but I just so firmly believe it it's that motivation is fleeting, right? Motivation is an emotion, but discipline is a skill. And so when you feel motivated to, the, to go to the gym, awesome. But what keeps you going is discipline. It's, it's going to the gym and showing up even when it's hard, even when like it's already almost the end of the day, but you, you know that you want to go. I'll, I'll do another episode on like identity change and habit change, but it, it requires doing it even when you don't want to, even if it's just in smaller increments. So I agree wholeheartedly. Um, 
this will tie in with the next set of questions. Um, so I was just wondering, what do you think prevents people from staying consistent um, to going to the gym with going to the gym? Okay. Well, just to bounce off of what you said, I, I love that quote because that's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, if you go to the gym when you feel like it versus like when you don't feel like it, you don't go that's motivation. That's fleeting. And that mm. what, that's what prevents you from going consistently. You need to go during the tough times when you don't feel like it, right? Mm. You're building your character and building healthy habits while doing that. Um, so that's one thing. And I think another thing, um, I know this sounds extremely harsh, right? But one of my least favorite excuses is I don't have time, right? Yeah. Yes. And I think to me, right? It's true. You could be super busy, but it's not, I don't have time. It's just, I don't prioritize that. And that's yeah. fine. That's totally fine to say that you don't prioritize that, but you need to understand that everyone has 24 hours in a day. <laughs> it's just how you choose to allocate it. And if you choose that not that to not be the gym, that's not the gym. That's fine. But just admit that. Do, do not ever use, I do not have time as an excuse. It's just what you prioritize and what you value. And I can see Carissa screaming, but it's just, that's something that I fullheartedly believe. So, um, um, I think people who say that sometimes convince themselves that they're extremely busy, but it's just, you prioritize other things over that. Um, and just try to reconsider your priorities when it comes to, um, choosing what to do, what not to do. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll post a video of this. Of the screaming. Yeah. No, just, just let let this let that soak in oh my gosh yes I because those were the exact same things I like that came to mind right when you said that when people say oh I don't have time here's the one thing one of the universal truths in life like we live we die and we all have the same amount of time no one is granted more than 24 hours in a day so it is a matter of you creating time and you carving out time. So that ties into my next question. A lot of people oftentimes will put their workout off into later in the day. Um, and that works for some people or some people just get so consumed in the daytime. So they have to put it in in the morning. So what do you think is the best advice for making that time to go to the gym? How, how would you advise someone to do that? Yeah, definitely. I think something that I read about building habits that I've always found extremely useful is correlating it as part of a routine. So for example, mm -hmm. you shower every day, right? So by kind of pairing up that activity as an activity you do right before you shower or right when you wake up, that's the first thing you do right after you eat breakfast, you go right. It's carved into something that you do on a regular basis. And by doing that, that makes things a lot more consistent. Um, I'm not saying you have to go to the gym at the same time every single day. I've seen plenty of people who do it sporadically and it works wonderfully for them, right? Mm. Um, just for me, it just gives me a sense of, for me, I feel like life, especially courtesy you can relate in college is hectic. Like things yeah. are rapidly changing. There's so many things going on. The one thing that stays consistent for me is like, okay, I go to the gym, all right? Mm -hmm. And having one area of your life consistent, I know, mm -hmm. like, for example, we both know Catherine, right? Her morning routine is what <laughs> she keeps consistent every day. Yeah. And that's her moment in her day. That's the same. Yeah. I think everyone sort of needs a time in their day for themselves where they could just like be like a structure of their time and everything else. It's like, it could be sporadic and random, but at least you have an area of structure. So that's kind of like my advice in terms of if you're trying to carve out some time for the gym is like making it a part of your life as like, you know, 
like how you brush your teeth and stuff like that. I, I know it's a lot longer but that's a yeah. wisdom right there and that's a wisdom right there <laughs> I think it's called habit stacking so yeah, some people yeah, will yeah. do it on their way to work um on their way home from work like they'll make it as easy as possible that's the thing with habit change you have to make it attractive and make it as easy as possible that's what social media is like they make it so easy that all you got to do is click the app and then swipe 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 and it's so easy to consume but something like fitness may not be as easy until you make it easier gosh I love that okay so you're just hitting so many of the things that I wanted to ask you about um what is a message that you would want to send to people who are who really want to go to the gym but are scared and then what would your message be to the people who are looking to have gone to the gym but are looking to stay consistent like what would your message be to both of those people nice okay great question this is always like oh what would you tell yourself like when you just started it's like don't worry like every uh underneath all those big muscle people and all those amazingly aesthetic person there's a smaller person of themselves that Mm. is where they started and that's like Mm. where you are and that's totally fine like that's everyone and I like to this day, like still totally relate to that. Right. So if you're ever scared or intimidated, ask your friends that go consistently. Like it's, I totally understand that it's a, it's a very scary environment when you're going into an area where there's just a completely foreign machine. And the truth yeah. is like, don't be afraid. If you think everyone's staring at you, no one's staring at you. I guarantee you that like no one's looking at you or judging you. Like that's yeah. not gym community at all. Because like I said, everyone relates. Right. Um, the only time like anyone would stare at you is if you're like breaking things or like doing something <laughs> like, you know, just, yeah. But don't be afraid to ask like exactly like what Carissa said, when those two girls first day came up to us and asked us how to use something like we weren't like, Oh, haha. Like, how come you don't like, we were like, Oh my God, like we'd be more than happy to help you. Yeah. Like, this is like, thank you so much for asking stuff like that. So um, that's my tip is that uh, don't be afraid to ask. And um, it's, it's like Chris has said, it's like the first step. Everyone has a first day, just start on the first day. And then gradually don't try to go like seven times a week, you know, <laughs> just start off with like Chris has said once a month, once every two weeks and gradually became what she's like going like four to five times a week. Now it's, it's crazy to see the progress. So, um, and to stay consistent. Yeah. S- same thing, like about the habit stacking. I, I didn't know that was a term, but that's like, yeah, I think that would be my advice. But what yeah. About, what about to those who are looking to stay consistent? Like they only go mm. once, but they really want to go three times a, a week. What would you say to them? Yeah, definitely. Like, I think reflect internally about like what's preventing you from going to three times mm. a week. Is it like, oh, you're overwhelming yourself with too many tasks, right? Um, is it just like it, you get really tired? Like, what is your mindset? Like what's going on in your head before you go to the gym, right? Yeah. And like, is it like usually momentary? Like, I don't feel like it in the moment, right? Every time you say, I don't feel like it in the moment and you go do it anyways, you're actually helping yourself in terms of building healthy habits. That is way stronger than if you're feeling like it, you're super motivated and you have a great workout. If you go when you're not feeling like it and you have a terrible workout, 10 times better in, in terms of like the long run growth versus like doing it because you want to. That's, I'm telling myself that every single day, okay? Because I, terrible at dieting but every time I like tell myself like when I really want to eat that snack and I don't eat it that's like character growth right there. I know that's a lot deeper than it needs to be yeah. but it's it's true yeah we we got to bring you back because uh, <laughs> we got to talk about um nutrition 
but (laughs) dude this conversation is like blowing by (laughs) so (laughs) y'all you gotta share this episode blast it let everybody know that we want christy back we want christy back (laughs) to talk about nutrition because that's a whole nother thing too um but i gosh i love what you just said um we will move on to the speed round. This will wrap up the episode, but I would love to have you back again another time to talk about nutrition because everyone thinks that, you know, I can go to the gym, but dirty bulk, which just basically means you eat whatever you want to get in calories and then you burn it all off. But to each their own, but we'll talk about that another day. Okay. Okay, Christy. Wait. God, we we got to talk to Noah about nutrition. He is very very good at that. Yeah. I struggle, but I'll be like relatable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Noah, you heard you heard the woman. Okay. So yeah. let's go. In, you ready? Okay. So basically, for the speed round, I'm gonna ask you like a set of questions. You have to answer it like as as quick as you possibly can. No thinking in between, and then keep it like short and brief but if there's something that you really want to expand on go for it does that sound good okay i'm ready (laughs) all right um what is your favorite favorite pre-workout snack oh gummy worms or rice krispies (laughs) yeah gummy worms like sour yeah 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 or sour patch kids oh those are so good yeah wait sour gummy worms or just the regular ones sour has to be sour yeah 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 duh uh what is your current workout split uh, currently it's a push, pull, legs, and then a full bo- upper body, and then a full leg day, and then a full full body day. If that makes sense, yeah. So six times out of the week. Yeah, approximately. Dang! Oh, we didn't even get to talk about rest days. You know, oh, we have to bring this yes. back. We have to. <laughs> okay, favorite cheat day meal. Oh my god, uh, I'm I'm a sucker for like sushi. So mm. I can I can plow through that any day. Yeah. Oh, and sweets. I love, oh my gosh, I love donuts. Like and ice cream. Yeah. So sweets and sushi. We gotta go do that together. Maybe. Yes. What kind, so of yeah. what kind um, of donuts? Okay, I mean I it's just glazed or apple fritters. So those the oh what's that face? <laughs> apple fritters? So good. I'm not about that. Okay. You're wrong for that. Anyways, um, favorite like workout day or body part to like work out? Mm, currently, it's probably back. Uh, I just really enjoy it. So, um, probably because that's what I'm good at. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it changes. It changes all the time. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. The most beautiful like mosaic you can ever see. <laughs> when she's doing like, the lat pull downs gosh you just sit there and you admire with like your water bottle oh, no, like just drooling no, no, no. get out of here okay um favorite like protein powder or source of protein yeah um I actually just like consuming my protein from pure food just because I don't really get I get extremely bloated from like protein powders um I know fair life shakes actually taste really good and they don't look like my stomach so those taste pretty good too but just like egg whites and chicken usually is enough. Oh my gosh. Egg whites and chicken. <laughs> so food first mentality. Okay. Um, what's your biggest gym pet peeve? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is a great question. 
I personally don't like it when people leave the bench and they don't wipe it and their sweat stains are still on there. And I'm just like, oh, like it's, I'll wipe it for you. But sometimes I just don't enjoy it looking. <laughs> yeah. Me with That's like my butt, like my butt sweat on. on yeah. What do you call it? I don't even know. I always have to like, like brush it off with my leg because I don't want people to see it. I'm like, oh, like that wasn't there. <laughs> you wanna hop in? You wanna hop in? Wait, hold up. <laughs> yeah, I know that when people ask to work in, I'm like, I'm so sorry that it's sweaty. Like, yeah. <laughs> Relatable. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, favorite hype song. Okay. Right now it's a lot of EDM. So it's like that and Kendrick Lamar. So those two together. <laughs> What's your top song like? On Kanye. Uh, I'm gonna ooh. Oh, dude, that's a great question. What am I like? Um, uh, what is my that? Uh, this is a hard speed run question because I listen to so many right now. There's a period of time it was um. We'll get. We'll get back to this one. I can't think of one current song right now. Yeah, I need. I need to have a good one. That's why I don't think we'll judge me for this. Like, why are you listening to that? Can it's gonna be like Lamar. Rihanna or something. <laughs> yeah, I think I've shown you some weird songs that I listen to. <laughs> listening to like Rihanna S and M or something. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff gets you Anyways, okay. Well, this is the last uh question for today. Tell the people what you got like coming forward in terms of gym or just in general, and then where can they find you at if they wanna if they wanna reach out or just learn more about you. Oh my God. Okay. Well, you can reach out to me. Um, you Well, if you go to Berkeley <laughs> in the morning, love to chat. I, I love meeting people at the gym. So please come talk to me. And um, you can always find me on Instagram at Chrissy Lynn. Uh, please DM me. I'm always looking to meet other people that are enthusiasts or looking to enter the gym. Um, yeah. So that's, that's where you can reach me. Feel free to reach out. I think I'm a relatively friendly person. And if you ever have any questions about the gym, I would be more than happy to answer. So, yeah. Do you have anything upcoming, like projects fitness related? Mm, That's a good question. Um, Well, Chris briefly mentioned it. It, It's currently on hold, but I always thought like Berkeley, it would be great if Berkeley had a fitness community. I know I said I would never say that I don't have time. I have other priorities. That's what I mean by (laughs) saying that. But it, it is such a, it would be such a dream. I, me and this other guy that's like really, he's so good at fitness, really always wanted a gym community because we both value meeting other people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, if that could happen in Berkeley, Carissa, we can make it happen. <laughs> like, mock we my should do words. It. Mock my words. Yeah. We're just in the season of making dreams come true. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. Your podcast and now like a fitness community in Berkeley, uh, that'd be a dream. But yeah. Um, as of right now, yeah, a project would just be honestly, I've been meeting a lot of people in the gym recently, and that enough has been making me extremely happy. So, yeah, <laughs> man, man, gosh, that was just in 45 minutes to an hour of just straight awesomeness. <laughs> so, so to anyone listening, just audibly say thank you, Christy. Thank you so much for your wisdom. It's so relatable in terms of everything that. I personally feel in terms of body image and motivation, and she is just an amazing person. And I hope that you guys felt the same way. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. And I look forward to hearing, wait, what? Look forward to uh, you hearing? I look forward to the next one. If you found this 
somewhat helpful, super helpful. Oh my gosh, this was amazing. Please go ahead and share it with someone that you think could benefit from it. And we'll wrap that up. I won't labor on too long. All right. Peace out. Scouts. Bye.